The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of Mexi My Matters. I'm the man with the plan, your host, Mexican, coming to you live from the hilltop. Riding and dining, heading over to a chiropractor. Coming to you live. I apologize for the tardiness of the delivery of the podcast, but Mexi doesn't like recording in the rain, first and foremost, and it was raining early this morning, but also... I had to think about what exactly was I going to discuss on today's episode. Was I going to talk about mental health and athletes nowadays using it as an excuse when they're losing? Athletes taking injuries? I'm not one to criticize Simone Biles. I love the girl. And who's to say what she's going through in these tough times of representing your country? Woe as fucking me. I could have discussed the fact that the Olympics are going on and Mexico is in the quarterfinals of the soccer uh, tournament. I could talk about how the U.S. basketball team at the Olympics lost to France and how they better not suck it up with all the talent. I could discuss, uh, you know, recent trade allegations and, and the NBA draft that's tonight and... Talks and speculation of, oh, LeBron wants more help than he already has. I could discuss that. But, you know, you never know. I could discuss the fact that, you know, people like to call racism where there's no racism involved in the workplace. Or people like to say that some people are harassing them when they're really not. I could discuss that. I could also could have talked about, you know, many other things. I could have talked about my recent... Uh, labs and my results. I'm not sure if I mentioned that last time, but Mexi's results all came back down from last year, all because he's drinking smoothies and eating healthier, even though he weighs the exact same. I could have discussed that. I could discuss upcoming races that Mexi signed up for and how, if everything goes according to plan, next year, the in the 10-year anniversary of him running marathons, he would be running his 200th marathon at the Columbus Marathon next October, a year from this October, before the age of 40. I could discuss that. I could have discussed that this week. Um, I could also discuss how LGBTQ couples, for some reason, decide to get married, and then within a month, you know, they get their they're tired of each other. I could discuss that, but no. I decided... After careful review that today we're going to talk about personal injury matters. Specifically, two situations that recently occurred. Because I am tired. And both of these situations have to do with the younger generations nowadays. And what not to do specifically with regards to claims... Because things could go haywire if you're not doing things correctly. 
Now, before we get into the discussion of which, what are the specific scenarios, let me just say, this is why I don't want to have kids. Because I don't understand how nowadays parents don't have control of where their kids are and what they're doing and how retarded they're being. Now, I've noticed that the older the parents, like if the parents are from older generations, they're better than now these younger parents who just let their kids do God knows what. My wife's brother, a.k.a. my brother-in-law, is a perfect example. Just let the kids run wild and do whatever the fuck they want. I don't get that. Why? Why? You're just hindering society as a whole. Also, if you're out and about driving, I don't understand why the younger generations think it's okay and think they're entitled when you are driving someone else's car using somebody else's car insurance. Now, when you're here illegally... I get why you're doing it. And this usually applies to Mexicans. So, no, I'm not being racist. And yes, I'm allowed to say these things because I am Mexican and I am allowed to diss my country for the nonsense it pulls. If you're going to cross the border illegally and you don't even have a license and you want to get a car into someone's name, buy it with cash and then use somebody else's name to get the car insurance on the vehicle that's fine with me because guess what mexicans tend to not complain when shit goes down in personal injury if you're not here illegally oh we have a problem anyways let's get into the both stories the first story we're going to switch out the names because obviously we don't want to divulge any information about these yahoos that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Parents Jolene and Ricardo have a child. His name is Maury. Maury is 17 and graduates high school. He decides, hey, I'm graduating high school. It's a big deal. <laughs> hey, mom and dad, can I go party it up, live it up with my friends? Sure, why not? His friend Logan and Logan's dad picks him up. Now, initially, we're told they go to Logan's house, hang out, then go to a party, then decide, hey, let's go buy some weed. Meet the local uh, high schooler that deals drugs in his school. Well, actually, not even his school, because our kid goes to Thomas Worthington, and that's where he graduated from. His friends, because his one of his best buddies, Logan, also graduated from Thomas Worthington, but he used to go to New Albany High School. Now they're hanging out with the New Albany kids and this high school drug dealer is peddling drugs on behalf of his dad who has been in and out of jail for, you know, possession of narcotics and whatnot. Sells drugs to the kids in New Albany High School. 
So they're at the party. They're at this their friend Colin's party. Everybody's drinking, smoking weed. And they're like, oh, let's go get some drugs. Oh, I don't know. This kid's got a little bit of reputation. I don't know if I want to buy drugs from him. Of course, our man Maury is like, oh, I'll do it. I ain't got, I ain't got nothing to fear from this fool. Drive over to Hamilton Road, right by the Walgreens, and sure as shit, try and buy some drugs. The deal goes sour, and the drug resident drug dealer will call him Tobias. Tobias decides to run over Maury. Not only that, but then he gets out of the car and beats the shit out of him. 911's called. And they're trying to get Tobias for vehicular assault. Now, you may be wondering, well, Maxi, what does this have to do with personal injury? Well, let me tell you. If you do not know, there's two things that follow you wherever you go. One, homeowner's insurance. Two, your uninsured motorist on your car insurance. Now, while liability insurance on the on the vehicle has exclusions in case you were to do, I don't know, something called vehicular assault, which falls under intentional torts, and I get it. This is what this is where my my objective today, and this is why I picked this, is to educate you guys so that somehow, some way, less moronic people come to me with these problems you spread the word you deal with this and you realize oh shit I need to get my shit together I need to dot my eyes and cross my T's first and foremost if you have not already ordered your own deck page with your policy language do so immediately because every time you sign up for new new car insurance and even new health insurance they're supposed to send you your coverages and your policy language Insurances try to get away from doing it. Geico usually emails it. And when they email it, it's usually a PDF. My wife, just put it this way, didn't even get hers. Once I got added to the policy, I told her, have you ever got a copy of your policy? No. And then when we called Geico, I said, hey, fuckers, send that via mail. Oh, it's 42 pages. Can I email it? Fucking email it. Because guess what? That's when you read the damn thing and you discovered that you can't just be lending your car to whoever the fuck you want on a daily basis because they won't cover the person or you if something happens to the car. That's when you realize, oh, intentional tort. If you do something on purpose, guess what? They're not going to cover whatever it is that you try to do on purpose. So yes, please, first and foremost, read that. Include your homeowners too. Now, this is also why every time we have a sponsor, literally our sponsor, American National, my man Ramo, you think I say this every week just for shits and giggles? No. If you bundle your umbrella policy, home, life, auto, you not only get cheaper insurance, but also you get higher coverages in case shit like this happens that I'm about to keep discussing. Now, Yes, give American National a call. Give my man Remo a call. American National, proud sponsor of the Make to My Matters podcast. FYI. Just plugged it in there while we're at it. Now, anyways, as I was saying, 
we, the parents of Maury, decided to, Jolene and Ricardo, decided to call this attorney's office. Attorney decided, well, it's a little too tricky. We don't want to do this. F this. We looked at it and we're like, well, wait a minute. You called us second, first and foremost. You should be calling us first. Two, uh, this is straight up UM. I mean, if you have med pay, this is even better. Worst case scenario, we split the med pay. Oh, you live in Worthington and you have State Farm? More than likely, you have 100, 300. Hopefully, your med pay is high. Sure, shit, we sign them up. Yes, they have 100, 300. That's 100,000 per person, 300,000 per accident across the board. Uninsured motorist. With, thankfully, the dad knows what he's doing. Ricardo has 25,000 of the medical payments. Well, the kid, you can guess it, if he got ran over, if Maury got ran over and beat the shit, and the shit beat out of him, they squatted him to Mount Carmel East. He was there for almost a, a month, then went to OSU, was there for almost a month. Those bills combined are almost 160K. That's already higher than the uninsured motorist limits and his med pay. Now, because they didn't come to us right away, luckily, by the time we signed up, we signed them up, we were able to send the letters of rep of representation where it says don't issue any medical payments to the providers without our consent. And we were able to stop Mount Carmel using their collectors to send the bill to State Farm and say, hey, send us our money. Yeah, they were trying to get 25K of the 78K bill paid. The kid has health insurance. Blue Cross Blue Shield. They're his parents, of course. So, I said, well, if you already have the bill and we clearly have an at-fault driver who is doing something intentional, more than likely, even if he has car insurance, it's going to be denied. Don't motorist claim. Send me the med pay. Boom. Med pay check is in-house. That's how I roll. That's how fast I roll. This happened end of May. We didn't sign them up until beginning of June. And we already have the 25K med pay in the fucking bank. That's how we roll. Anyways, Ricardo and Jolene have the audacity to come to me. And Jolene's... I will give Jolene credit. She is by far the best parent slash client I've had. Everything's in order. She lets me know what's going on. Updates me. Gets all the information I need, yada, yada, yada. Excellent. What she didn't do, and I found out after the fact when I met with all three of them, she didn't divulge all the facts. While Ricardo, when we met, decided to raise his voice saying he wanted 500K. He wanted at least half a mil for his poor son, Maury. They're going to have outstanding bills, yada, yada, yada. Now, in the meantime, the health insurance, and again, another reason to get your policy language from your health insurance carrier, if you have private health insurance, depending on who is through and what your job is, you have to read what it says. Because sometimes it says, if we're Blue Cross Blue Shield, for example, of Michigan, uh, we're not primary. We're not going to pay if there's a third-party liability. We're not primary. And also... If we do end up paying because, you know, you exhausted your medical payments coverage. We have the right 
to get reimbursed 100%, even if you're not made whole. Now, there is such a thing, again, more education for you guys. There is such a thing called the made whole doctrine, which means that they cannot take more money than you if you're not being made whole. In a situation where, oh, I don't know, you have 500000 in medical bills and you only got hundred k because that was the limits and there was nothing else to go after, you're not being made whole. So F anybody else that owes you money, your pain and suffering alone is worth more than that. So I'm trying to explain to Ricardo and Jolene that they have options here. And either option one is we sign the paperwork that Blue Cross Blue Shield sends you, which means that you're allowing them whatever the amount is that they owe back. They get the majority. We split the difference. Whatever's left over. Most of your bills are covered. If you can pay the remaining balances, it's up to you. You don't have to do a payment plan. You can afford it. But if so, you can. Well, no, we don't want to do that. Why? 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 Well, that's what health insurance is for, motherfucker. What do you mean, why? Oh, you don't have enough? Next time, get higher limits. I have 250, 500. 250 is way better than 100. Just saying. Option B, self-pay. You don't have to fill out the paperwork from your health insurance saying that they're, they're entitled to get everything. You don't have to do that. You can easily just say, fuck it, we'll deal with the medical bills ourselves. And once it goes to collections, because it will go to collections, you can set it up with payment plans. You can reimburse it however you want to see fit. Or you can just not pay it. Yeah, it'll affect your credit. But then, seven years later, it'll fall off. You can apply for age cap. Hell, you can file for bankruptcy. And then wipe it out. And then pocket Whatever we're getting, which is more than likely the 100k from your uninsured motorist plus the 25, take out our fee. Boom! You gotta be a little under 100k coming your way. Dad is throwing a fit. He wants half a mil. Well, that's when the son just sitting there. Maury's just sitting there listening to all of this, and then looks at me and goes, "Do you know what happened?" I'm like, well, I know what your mom told me. Then he looks back at his mother, Jolene. And he goes, he doesn't know what happened, does he? And he proceeds to tell me, because another thing that you guys probably should know is that in the process of me investigating this whole accident, I received a copy of the 911 tape. And the 911 tape, which mom also requested and got, has the at-fault person, the drug dealer, Tobias. Tobias's mother calls 911. Tobias's mother and Tobias say that this kid, Maury, was trying to rob him and he was acting in self-defense. Like, why would he say that? Why would he lie? Oh, I don't know. Most people tend to lie. So I'm believing my client. Until Maury says, yeah, uh, I actually do remember now and... Uh, the plan was to rob him. The plan. Yes, apparently, when Logan, Logan's dad picked him up with Logan, they they were dropped off at Colin's house, directly to the party. They were hanging out. Colin's mother was there. Colin's mother is the one that provided the booze. Oh, they were smoking weed right under the parents' nose. Really. 
really then they got hungry oh then they went back to Logan's house got some food but while they were at the party at Colin's party they said you know what it would be hilarious to set up a drug deal with this guy and then rob his, steal his drugs ha <laughs> ha yes that plan this is where I'm, I'm saying how on earth do the younger generations not realize one you're not supposed to be getting alcohol for parents how is the parent allowing this that's beyond me but then on top of that it's a good idea to this guy who you already know has a bad rap at school let's rob him of his drugs so they set up the drug deal and our guy Mori decides to yeah sure I'll go rob him it goes bad and then the, he gets the shit kicked out of him and ran over now mind you you're my client now so I don't care what you did to get your ass kicked and whether or not you deserved it but I should have been told this from the get go there is no way Ricardo and Jolene the parents did not know having listened to the 911 tape and then when the son Maury tells me this at the meeting the dad just puts his hand in his face like what the fuck dude now I couldn't tell because I have the same expression if that was a what the fuck dude are you kidding me because he didn't know or a what the fuck dude why are you incriminating yourself we discussed this prior to the meeting because that's what I would say or think to which I told him look motherfucker why on earth are you trying to get a CP oh because I forgot to mention Jolene trying to get a civil protection order against Tobias and they're going to court for the vehicle assault. That court case is August 9th. So, why on earth would you go through all that if literally the guy was acting in self-defense? Now, of course, the kid Tobias, he's going to get charged. Because more than likely, the cops said they didn't find any drugs in the car. Well, guess what? Who called 911? Tobias' mother. Who deals the drugs? The dad through the son. Hmm, how much you want to bet since the house is down the road... Mom got there before the cops got all the drugs out of the car, peaced out. So now the defense attorney is trying to argue, oh, he would they, he was trying to steal his Apple Watch. Really? Now, my client has an Apple Watch and the sister has an Apple Watch. Top of the line. Why on earth would they steal an extra Apple Watch? Luckily for my client, as I tell I told them, I'm like, please tell me he didn't know you were gonna rob him. Because you'd be the dumbest robber in history if you call Tobias and say, Hey, motherfucker, I'm about to rob you. Come get robbed. The dad laughed. I'm like, I'm dead serious. I don't know why you're laughing. This isn't funny. But your attitude earlier about the 500 mil just went out the window. And you better be fucking doing what I'm about to say. Because worst case scenario, we're splitting the med pay now with all these intentional torts. Oh, mom did... A license plate search on the plate because she got it from the prosecutor. Oh, the car that Tobias was in belongs to a Mohammed Hussein. Well, one or two things. Either Mohammed Hussein sold them the car and they didn't bother changing it and it's not on the policy yet, which means it's an unlisted vehicle off the policy. So that means no insurance. Or B, it does belong to Mohammed Hussein, which means that Tobias better damn well have had permission to use the car for drug stealing, drug dealing. Otherwise, there's no coverage either. Fuck the homeowners. 
So now the, the dad is like, you know what? As soon as you turn 18, because again, I have to tell you. And again, teachable moment. If you have children and they're in an accident, if they're minors and they get more than 5,000 bucks, it's going to go to the probate court and they're not going to see the money. Well, actually, U.S. parents won't see the money and they're not going to see it until they turn 18 out of a savings account. So my man, more, my man, Maury, he's going to get paid and he's going to have to wait till he turns 18, which is next June. Luckily for him, it might take this long. But anyways, now that's like, fuck it. All the bills will self pay him. When he turns 18, he can handle himself. Guess what? You're going to file for bankruptcy. Isn't that nice? Hard lesson to learn. You graduated high school. Now you have to file bankruptcy because you're a moron. Decide to steal drugs from some other dude and get your ass kicked. I agree. You literally allow your... Well, actually, a couple things. You allow your kid to go to a party across town... For some people he doesn't know, no, no, that's where you, I, I would put the kibosh on that, not right away. Two, I'm dropping him off. Nobody else is picking him up or taking him anywhere without me knowing. Now, I'm sorry, you got your ass beat? Yeah. I'm not giving you an attitude as well as me, my kid deserves half a mil, when my kid flat out just admitted I was trying to rob the dude. If you're going to do one thing illegally, don't do two things illegally. As, as I like to say. If you're going to be smoking weed or buying drugs, don't try and rob the guy. Kids nowadays, I don't know who at the party thought this was a great idea. But you guys are fucking morons. This is why I don't want to have kids. And the attitude... Oh, I don't want to self-pay. My kid deserves half a mil. No, your kid deserved what he got. And I'm surprised he's going to be walking away with n- at least 93 grand for getting his ass kicked and being a fucking retard. I'd be embarrassed as a parent. One, two, your kid needs to act right. Guess what? At least he's turning 18 and he's going to be out of your hair. But Jesus motherfucking Christ. Teachable moment. Because if this dad didn't have uninsured motorist, this would be a whole different ball game. If he had the bare minimum of 2550, guess what? You're just getting 25. If he had 5k in med pay, you'd be just getting five. Hell, the state minimum is a thousand. Let that be a lesson to you motherfuckers. Please. Make sure you have accurate coverage, especially if you're going to let your kids do whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck they want. Speaking of whatever the fuck you want, let's remind everybody of our other sponsors before we move on to the next story. Super Studios 253, join now, join Team Super, have her coach you to be the best version of yourself. Use promo code MEXI and save on your first class. Super Studios 253, proud sponsor of the MEXI by Madness podcast. As is Hand and Stone Massage. Use promo code MEXI, save on your first Swedish massage or your membership. Go to Polaris, Black Lake, Hilliard, Dublin, New Albany, wherever you want. 
Hannah Sobasaj, proud sponsor of the Mixed Man Riders podcast. As is the Green Tender. Go now, greentender.com, sign up for your first cleanse. Use promo code MEXI, safe on your juicing. Green Tender, proud sponsor of the Mixing My Matters podcast. Second story. Personal injury again. Mother of three kids. All three have a different last name. One's last name is just like the mother. Only with a hyphenated last name. Jabroni hyphen Rudy Poo for story purposes. The other miner's last name is Candy Ass. And the other one is Foo Foo. What does that mean? That means that there's three different fucking dads. That's what that means. So that's already number one. Number two, you got in a car accident. Last November. And you decided to wait, I don't know, a couple weeks before you decided to go anywhere. Oh, I got COVID. Uh, Whatever the excuse is, whether that's true or not, I don't fucking care. Now, the accident you got into, you were driving your mother's car. Grandma. Yes, grandma. And you don't have car insurance. Hell, the car's not even yours. It's grandma's. It's your mother's. You get in the accident. And your bitch ass has the audacity to want a rental. Oh, sure. They'll give a rental to the person that owns the fucking car. So, again, teachable moment for all you assholes who get into car accidents and don't know what the fuck you're doing. If... Whoever, legally, whoever owns the car is the person who has the title. If the car's financed, you don't have the title. You have an interim title, FYI. If the car belongs to someone else, oh, my mom bought me the car. It's in her name, but I'm the one making payments. I don't care who's on the title, who car, who's the car, who financed the car. Oh, mother, guess what? It's her car. Oh, it's her policy too. So you don't have your own car insurance either. So why the fuck are you driving the car? Is beyond me. But yes, you don't get a rental for that. Now, as I've always said, if somebody else hits you, like if I have Geico and I get hit by somebody who has Founders, fuck Founders. That's like the safe autos, the acceptance insurance. You should be able to tell with the amount of commercials you see on TV who the better insurance companies are. Founders, way inferior to Geico. I don't think I've ever seen a Founders commercial. Have you? No. How many Geico, Gecko commercials have you seen? I see them every fucking day. So if I motherfucking have Geico, I'm going to fix the car through my insurance because it'll be quicker and they know me and they have a duty to protect your insurance, as always. Plus, they like me because I'm paying money for them. Now, well, yes, this does mean you have to pay your deductible and it'll be reimbursed once the other person accepts liability and they get the money to Geico to your insurance and they send you a check. So this particular lady who, again, her three kids and grandma are the clients. 
never answers the phone when I try to touch base with her. And I have to constantly text her because she supposedly works until 4.30 p.m. Yet she had the nerve today to call me to complain about how she hasn't gotten her deductible back. And when am I going to get her her money? And I'm like, what money? The deductible has already been taken care of as far as I know. Well, this is taking too long because obviously they're done treating. So I send the, the demand packages ages ago, back in May. Well, technically, you have 30 and 90 days for them to review them. Yes, Founders, the app Full Insurance, actually has 30 and 90 days. So if I send them in May, June, July, August, it hasn't been 90 days. Now, on top of that, the insurance company did say because there's five people involved and Founders, the lesser of the insurances, has 25000 per person, 50000 per accident, they kind of wanted to wait till they got all the demands, which, again, they all went out officially in May. Then they needed the liens. So yes, because your ass is poor, your kids have Medicaid. Grandma has Medicare. Shocker. She's in her 70s. So yes, they're going to need to know how much insurance paid. And they're only going to pay the 10% that they're responsible for. So that's what it's going to be. I didn't even get a chance to have that conversation because this dumb bitch is calling me complaining about why they haven't gotten paid yet. Um, the best I could do is call the adjuster every week to make sure we get the offers. Which is what I've been doing. What's well, taking so long? It's almost been a year. No, 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 no. Your accident was November. It hasn't even been a year. At most, it's been seven months. You didn't come to us till January. So it's only been five months and we've had the fucking case. So no. Well, this is taking forever. Um, what would you say? I can't bust down Founders Door in Illinois and force the adjuster to speed things up. Well, then you should file. Is what they it was what she has the audacity to tell me over the phone while I have other two people more important to talk to on hold, mind you. Um, we're not gonna add court costs to the expenses. If we don't have to, you have two years to file and we're trying to settle pre-suit. There's no need to add cold costs. It's about $231.75 just to file for one complaint. Do you want to give me a check for $1,000? I know. Exactly. So, again, best I can do is call them every week. Once we get the offers, we're good. Well, you're fired. I'm done with you. I was in another car accident and I was at fault. And I have an attorney who's representing for me, defending me against the person who's suing me. I'm sorry. You're at fault for another accident. You're just now telling me that now, which again, if you were to read our packets, it says, let us know any updates, change in addresses, second accidents, any other claims you may have, yada, yada, yada. So you already didn't do that when having this other accident. And you're now the tortfeasor. And you have somebody else helping you on this. Okay. Well, I'm going to have him take all, all these cases, me and my, and my kids. I don't know why you always talk to my mom. Uh, because she actually answers the phone. You're at work until 4.30. So you never answer the phone. I always have to text you. So yeah, that is probably why. Well, her case is different from ours. I get that. Well, you're fired. All right. 
whatever. You want us to represent you and the kids? By all means, F off. Just to be clear, I called Geico just to make sure. And I told her, yeah, Geico just told me that the deductible check went out February 17th. And it was cash February 19th. And it went to Alberta. So your mother got paid her deductible. What on earth money do you want? That's between you and your mother. Ah, well, I'm done arguing. Oh, now you're done arguing. Okay. So, have a good day. I'll leave you alone now. You best be sure, per our agreement, we're going to put liens on your on your files. So, good luck not paying us when we'll get the money from founders one way or the other. That's the other thing that people don't understand. Here's the thing. If you're going to hire us to represent you, you best not fire the attorney because then if you hire another attorney, if that attorney's done her their due diligence, like, of course, we do our due diligence. This isn't fucking Joe Schmo, attorney at law that doesn't do shit for your case for five months. Oh, no. We got all the demand packages ready. We sent them out. We're, I'm the one that fucking signed you up at the chiropractor where we sent you after the other firm said, no, you're too much of a hassle because you're a dumb bitch. Now we understand why. I'm the one that got all the liens together. I even told you at intake, I need your health insurance cards. And you took forever to send them to us. And then you couldn't figure out that you weren't sending them to the correct number. Well, I was texting them at 614, blah, 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 blah. That's our general intake number. And it's not a cell phone. Why on earth were you texting them to that number? I literally wrote down my number on the packet. 614-852-4921 is my direct line. It's also my fax number. That's where it should go. You didn't send them where they were supposed to. Once I finally got them, that's how I got the liens. That's how we send everything to the founders. Founders, all they had to do was not be idiots taking forever to make offers. Yet they were still within the time frame. It has barely been six months in the accident. And you wanted your money. Well, now, guess what? You ain't getting your money because now your new attorney, God knows how long he's going to take. Two, we got liens on these bitches. So you're going to have to pay us for our money's worth. Oh, sorry. Not our concern. I'm not talking to you. Oh, yeah. We're still representing your mom, the one who actually has car insurance. And guess what? Now that you're off the case hers is a lot easier and she's more reasonable and I've actually liked talking to her so yeah she'll get paid way before you do so let that be a lesson for you people if you're gonna fuck around and get into car accidents one have your own insurance policy two make sure you own the fucking car three use your own insurance Pay your deductible. If you can't afford to pay your deductible, you shouldn't be driving. You shouldn't have car insurance. Take the bus. Oh, let's not even worry about the fact that, yeah, you kind of have to have all the stuff with you 
Because who doesn't have their health insurance card when you have three fucking kids on you? Who doesn't know the kids' socials is beyond me. But yeah, this is the nonsense we constantly have to deal with as personal injury providers. Now, founders, literally, founders are like, well, now we have an offer on all of them. Well, I don't care because I only need grandmas. Hope you enjoyed your 411 on personal injury. As always, all the episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Rate, subscribe, review the podcast. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. And as always, remember, people, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time, and please stop pissing people off. Thank you.